0: It is our prayer that this message encourages you and equips you to be like Christ in all aspects of your life. Enjoy today's message.
1: If you're happy to be in the presence of God, would you just say amen really loud right now? Amen. Hallelujah. Turn turn to your family right now and would you just greet them? If you haven't had a chance to tell your spouse or your children that you love them all week, now would be the time. Turn to them and tell them that you love them. Even you
2: at home, you are
1: not exempt. Turn and look at your spouse. Tell them that you love them. Amen.
2: Amen, amen. Oh, church, let's open up our Bible. Let's get right into the Word. John
1: chapter 1 verse 38. Uh,
2: the title
1: of this message this morning is, The Power of an Invitation. The Power of an Invitation. The Power of an Invitation. Um, as many of you know, Dalton and Steffi and others at our church, they have an organization called Ethne, and they are putting together a 5K run for India.
2: Uh, and
1: so many people have been inviting our family to join their team to run 5K. Five- Kilometers. Uh Anjilometer, uh Oduan,
2: Palerum number Kudumbanga, and
1: I'm so glad to get all these invitations because it creates energy and enthusiasm to do something for the Lord. Uh the U Tin Venti Nammal Cheyu one, Namal Urta Solaraga game, Namak Shakti Lebikim,
2: Cheino Dornyan Sandoshavana. There's
1: also been a little bit of a confusing time for our family. Uh Namada
2: Kudumbatinum Chila Sam Shemolavakana chilla Sam uh Samiangala.
1: Because we're getting invitations from everyone, from Sister Shija, Sister Steffi. Sister Faba, she's invited us hundreds of times. So I guess our family has decided that I will compete against my wife and my wife will compete against our children. And maybe weeks from now, I will have another sermon illustration. (laughs) (laughs) But invitation creates energy inside of a community. Invitation does that. So church, this summer, we are in a, we're in a series called Summer Essentials where pastors get to preach whatever is on their heart that we believe is essential for the
2: church. And
1: over the last several weeks from Pastor Ruben and Pastor Siddish and a couple of our life group meetings and... and, and a theme began to emerge for me. And
2: that idea is that
1: one invitation can drastically change a person's
2: life.
1: Church, I'll confess, in my heart, I love worshiping, I love gathering together, I love being in these programs, but I sense a fear of loss. When
2: we stop inviting. You see, when our
1: invitation culture goes down, everything important at the church begins to slow
2: down. Let me give a
1: few examples. You see, evangelism becomes nothing when we stop inviting people to the gospel
2: you see our
1: church growth begins to slow down when you stop inviting people to the
2: service
1: your discipleship is stunted when someone is not inviting you to take a next step or a risk with Jesus
2: Our
1: overall hospitable culture goes down when we stop inviting and welcoming people.
2: When our
1: our church stops the process of invitation, we become weak
2: you
1: see when a guest comes to our church which I see many of you here today when a guest comes to our church it is an answer to prayer because I believe in a God who does nothing by mistake he ordains everyone to be in a specific place and time
2: Therefore,
1: the will of God becomes realized when you invite someone and they accept that invitation.
2: Now, till a day, Swigari came, Cheniki came, Chayimborana, they would think that Pata the number of Jews are still there.
1: You see we actually begin to reach the city that we are in when we create a higher of uh, invitational culture Parents
2: you begin
1: to see your kids become very influential when you teach them to be invitational. I would argue that making invitations is a keystone habit for a Christian. Listening to God's invitation in your life and making invitations to others releases the will of God in your life.
2: You know, I don't know how to
1: quite under I don't quite understand it, but a spirit spiritual energy begins to work in a community when we begin to invite people to things.
2: To illustrate
1: this, let's turn to John chapter 1 verse 38. I'm going to read it in English. It says this, Jesus turned and saw John's disciples following and said to them, What are you seeking? And they said to him, Rabbi, where are you staying? He said to them, Come, and you will see. So they came, and they saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. Verse 40, One of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus, his name was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which means the Christ. And he brought Peter to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. Verse 43. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee, and he found Philip, and he said to him, Follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the same town of Peter and Andrew. Philip found Nathaniel and said to him, We have found him. Of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote about, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Verse 46, Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, and he said, behold, here is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, how do you know me? Jesus answered him, before Philip even called you, I saw that you were under the fig tree, and I saw you there. Nathaniel answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. And Jesus answered him, Because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. That's why you believe. You're gonna see greater things than this. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Amen. Amen. Church, this text shows us the power of an invitation. Jesus is a master at making
2: invitations.
1: And so there are two elements I want to talk about this morning.
2: First in verse 38
1: and 39. The first thing is Jesus makes the first invitation. And the next we see in verse 40 and 42. If Jesus makes the first invitation, the second thing is the church multiplies His invitation. The main idea this morning, church, is that one Simple invitation can drastically change a person's life forever. Church, would you be ready to receive God's word? I believe the Holy Spirit is going to be encouraging many of you to take this posture. Amen.
2: First, let's turn to the beginning of the text. Jesus makes
1: the first invitation. Jesus notices that two of John's disciples are following him around. Jesus turns around and asks a very provocative question. He says, what are you seeking? Church, first, I want you to know that Jesus and us, we live in a culture where everyone is seeking.
2: That is why
1: invitations are so important. People all around us are looking for something, therefore you must be inviting. must
2: be inviting. Notice, notice
1: there what the disciples say back to
2: Jesus.
1: Jesus asked them. What are you seeking? Their reply is, where are you staying? <laughs> it
2: sounds like two Malayalis. Who
1: are you? Now who are you? You know? That <laughs> way they're asking questions. <laughs> but why are they saying, where are you staying? Because what they're really seeking is a relationship with this rabbi. Where is he going? Where is he staying? How can I be in friendship with him? Especially in our post-pandemic culture, this is definitely what people are seeking, a friendship with you, in a place with you, so they can be together.
2: so what does Jesus do? He says come and you will see. It's amazing these two men follow him. Why does
1: this work? Because an invitation, the first thing it does is it provokes your curiosity these two disciples are wondering what more am I going to learn with this guy the second thing it does is it creates direction for your life they didn't know what they were going to do that evening but now they do they have a direction to follow Jesus
2: they
1: also get a promise they're anticipating that something is going to happen when they go with Jesus. Notice what an invitation does to a person it takes them from where they are and moves them actively towards
2: Jesus
1: ask any young person. Our world is full of people that are totally bored. So when they get an invitation, it sparks their curiosity.
2: We
1: live in a world that is actually very lost. They don't have any direction, but getting an invitation from you gives them steps towards something.
2: We live in a world that is
1: did you know that one of the most, most frequently written questions in YouTube is, what do I do with my life?
2: It's one of the most frequently asked questions on YouTube. So many videos. I don't
1: recommend any of them. (laughs) Because we live in a world that is lost, looking for direction, and your invitation can finally put them on a road to something that matters.
2: We live in a world full of
1: broken promises but because we know that God's promises never fail when we invite someone to church we know finally they will get a promise fulfilled
2: there's great power in an invitation you
1: see See, Jesus knows that Andrew's life will be completely changed, and all he thought was he was responding to an
2: invitation.
1: Let me declare one more truth this morning. Anytime someone meets Jesus, they will be changed. Uh, Next we see
2: in verse forty three
1: that Jesus finds Philip. Uh, you say that the text says that it's the same place that Peter and Andrew are from because Jesus is making invitations that entire geography that kind of entire village is experiencing like a release of renewal
2: because of invitations Jesus finds Philip
1: and what does he say follow me that's it could you imagine meeting a random person at Walmart and they said, Follow me? I don't know if I would follow them. <laughs> But because of Jesus' authority, because of Jesus' winsomeness, when he says to him, follow me, what happens? Curiosity, direction, promise begin to grow in this individual, and he follows Jesus.
2: And just
1: like with Andrew, Philip's life is totally changed when he met with Jesus.
2: Church, think about your own life when you get an invitation.
1: You know, when you get
2: an invitation, it
1: messes up your calendar. You have to change now because of that invitation. Ah, When someone invites you to a wedding or to a a hangout, you, you, you feel encouraged. You get to be with people. Those are just simple invitations and they're already impacting your life. Think about an invitation to follow Jesus Christ. How much that changes your life. As I was thinking
2: about
1: my own life, I began to take a survey of all the invitations that Christ has made to me or through other
2: people. You
1: know, I remember when I was in college, I I became an atheist. And I remember Jesus' invitation to me that night. He said to me, are you going to stay lukewarm forever?
2: That one invitation changed
1: my life. I remember the day that I was filled with the Holy Spirit. I remember what the Spirit asked me. Do you want to do everything by yourself or together? I
2: remember when my college
1: roommates asked me after I decided to follow Jesus should we do a bible study together on campus. Little did
2: I know that t-
1: Two decades later, and thousands of students later, that this many people would have their lives changed because of that one simple
2: invitation.
1: Church, I'll tell you the truth. I was just normally living my life until one day I got a call from our own pastor. I never really imagined that I would ever even be a pastor. I thought I would be an evangelist to the university forever. I
2: remember
1: when pastor said, hey, would you consider being, joining me in ministry? And you know, you just say yes when pastor says things, but you don't really mean it? I said, yes, <laughs> No.
2: And
1: I remember when pastor said, you know what, enough is enough. It's time to take the people across Jordan. And that invitation changed my life. And I'm standing here before you because of
2: an invitation.
1: You see, you may not have many things planned in your life, but when God speaks, and when God speaks through God's people, get ready to have your life changed forever.
2: You have to have your life changed forever.
1: I wonder how many of you are, you, are you listening to the voice of God? How many invitations is He making to you? And are you taking those
2: invitations?
1: If you feel that you are bored in your Christian life, it might be because you stopped listening to His invitations for you.
2: If you stopped listening to His invitations for you,
1: Church, what is Christ inviting you to do? Stop making excuses and take his invitation. When Jesus makes the invitation, one small invitation can drastically change your life. Amen, church? Amen.
2: Do you believe that?
1: The reason why I can believe that is because I believe what
2: Jesus says. If he said
1: it, it's a promise, it will happen you see underneath all this me and you we believe that God will do what he said he will do amen. Amen. amen amen the second thing is not only does Jesus make the first invitation but we as the church we must multiply that invitation into the world around
2: us
1: Notice what happened to Andrew in verse 41. Andrew had his life changed forever. What is the very next thing that he does? The text said, first he found his brother. This is a very important kingdom principle. When Jesus has invited you into his presence, the next thing you should do is invite someone else into the presence.
2: Andrew goes to
1: Peter and he says, Hey, we found the
2: Messiah. And Peter didn't
1: do anything. And the text says that Andrew had to bring Peter to Jesus. I think, when I think about Peter's personality, he probably drug and pushed and pulled that bully Peter in front of Jesus. he probably drugged and pushed and pulled that bully Peter in front of Jesus. Andrew knew if I can just get Peter if I can just give him a ride, if I can just remove the obstacles, if I can just put this Peter in front of Jesus, his life will be
2: changed. So what
1: happened? Peter meets Jesus and Jesus literally changed his name. Jesus is a very strange person. And could you imagine being a greeter at church and someone walks in and you just change their name? <laughs>
2: welcome to church John I'm going to call
1: you George you look like
2: a George
1: but we know in Hebrew culture when you change someone's name that means their identity their personality has been transformed so Jesus was dictating to everyone this man has been totally changed in my presence
2: Simon means
1: just to hear. Peter means rock. In the presence of Jesus, your brothers will go from simply hearing to truly becoming
2: something.
1: presence of Jesus. They go from just hearing something to finally understanding something about their
2: life. How many
1: of your co-workers are just daydreaming, but if they met Jesus, they would finally have destiny in their life.
2: Andrew multiplied Jesus' invitation into people around him.
1: Notice what happens in 45, verse 45. Philip had an encounter with Jesus and what is the first thing he does? Philip He went straight to his friend He went straight to his
2: friend Nathaniel.
1: Again, another interesting conversation. Uh, Philip says the same thing Andrew says. He
2: says, We found the Messiah. Uh, Peter
1: was apathetic.
2: But look what happened to Nathaniel. Nathaniel said, Nazareth? Can anything good come from Nazareth? Nazareth is like one of the villages.
1: It's like us meeting someone saying, Kundra, or Alapi, or Trishur. Oh,
2: nothing can come from there. And Peter is apathetic, but Nathaniel is a skeptic.
1: This is the kind of person you're
2: going to meet at work. You're going
1: to meet at work. And we think we our job is to convince a skeptic. That's not our job. What did Philip do? Uh, he just invited him one more time. Notice it is not our job to tell or convince anyone about, about Jesus or how cool our church is. All we are called to do is invite them again. If they say no, invite them again.
2: What did
1: Philip say to Nathaniel? Come and see. He exactly said what Jesus said to Ye- Andrew. Church, why does this work? Listen carefully, why does this work? Hospitality is much better than marketing. A lot
2: of people like to
1: market, I'd rather us just be hospitable.
2: Um, I want to declare today we
1: are not peddlers we are not salespeople for Jesus we are family members I'm not trying to sell Jesus to you I'm trying to invite you to come meet my elder brother
2: named Jesus
1: if you just came and ate with my elder brother, your life will be changed. If you just
2: came and ate with my elder brother, your life will be changed.
1: So what happens? Daniel finally comes to meet Jesus. Jesus says, I saw you beforehand. Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Daniel was convinced and Jesus said you're convinced already just because I saw you under the fig tree come on brother stick around you're going to see greater things than this in your life you see Jesus is not in the business of convincing either he just wants Nathaniel to stick around and be in a relationship with him and even more will be shown in Nathaniel's.
2: Life. Here's the truth.
1: Marketing is transactional, but invitational,
2: invitation is
1: transformational. Church, I'm asking you, you need to multiply the invitation that you received. I didn't ask my wife to sh- if I could share this story, but I'm going to do it. If I get in trouble, you all know. Bettina came to faith at a, as a young child. She heard the invitation from Christ and followed him. But it was in her professional career as a pharmacist that she decided I'm going to multiply that invitation in my
2: life.
1: And there in her workplace, she led another young pharmacist to Christ. There, in a place where you don't think anything spiritual can happen, your friend can come to Christ. Why? Through an invitation.
2: Bettina ah, ah,
1: will tell you right now, she is not an evangelist. She is not eloquent. She thinks that that's all, that's all me. But God doesn't need any of those things. All He needs is for you to make
2: one invitation.
1: You see, church, what I'm hoping and praying for each of you, if you've never made an invitation for someone to come to church or come to Christ, if you've never done that before, you are missing out on what it means to be a follower of Jesus.
2: Because here's
1: the remarkable truth. Not only is invitation being multiplied in this text, but transformation is being multiplied. Can you imagine what was happening to Andrew? He knows he's transformed. He sees his bully brother in front of Jesus. He sees his brother transformed. What happens to him? and what happens to him is he's even transformed again as he sees not only him but others are coming to know Jesus there is nothing in this world quite like seeing someone going from death to life in front of you നിങ്ങളുടെ Why am i
2: speaking with
1: so much boldness to you Because God's promises, they never fail. If I be lifted up, I will draw all men to me. That's what he said. His promise will never fail. So Peter will be transformed. Nathaniel will be transformed. Uh, the tax collector Matthew will be transformed, Lazarus will be transformed, the known world will be transformed because if Christ is lifted up, he will draw all men to
2: himself. One
1: simple invitation can drastically change a person's life. Church, let's move into a time of receiving from the Holy Spirit right now. Let's listen to the Holy Spirit. Church, are you going to be a person that invites? Church, are you going to be the kind of people when then God invites you to something, you're
2: going
1: to do it? Holy Spirit, we welcome you right now to begin to
0: speak to your people. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. If there is anything we can do to continue equipping you in your pursuit to be like Jesus, then please do not hesitate to reach out to us on our website at metrochurch.us. Also, if you found today's message to be inspiring and informative, then please share it with your family and friends and leave a review on this podcast platform or on our website. Again, thank you for joining us. We are so grateful for you. Have a great week and God bless you and your family.